Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsies News, damn diapers are expensive. How much would you pay for a pamp? Would you spend $120 on a pack of 12? To show how expensive diapers are, actress Gwyneth Paltrow posted on the Instagram page of the company she founded, Goop, a luxury diaper. The caption said the diaper was lined with alpaca wool and fastened with amber gemstones known for their ancient emotional cleansing properties. The diaper is also infused with a scent of jasmine to help revitalize a baby. Paltrow said the fake post was a publicity stunt to try to draw attention to an important issue, that many families can't afford diapers. In fact, the fake diaper pack was priced at $120 because that is what the diaper tax could cost families annually. So it got me thinking, how expensive are diapers in the age play and ABDL communities? On Instagram, I asked, have you ever gone without diapers for a period of time because they were too expensive? 79% said yes, and 21% said no. On Twitter, I asked, where do you go for affordable diapers? 36% said ABU, 32% said a medical website, 22% said Amazon, and 10% said Tykables. And many brought up that there are many factors when choosing where to buy diapers, such as affordability and quality. In the comments, many said North Shore makes a quality diaper at an affordable price. For example, this weekend I got to try a North Shore Mega Max Air, which is a cloth back four tape diaper comparable to the new ABU Little Kings. A pack of 12 North Shore Airs in medium start at $33.50, and a 10 pack of ABU Little Kings in medium start at $39.99. Though the North Shore Megamax Air is cheaper, the ABU Little Kings hold more liquid. These are small differences, but they definitely can break the camel's back for some kiddos. And what about those that wear 24-7? I was talking to one kiddo who says they spend about $150 to $250 in a month just on diapers. So how can you save money? You could buy in bulk. If you live close to someone, you could share a pack. Use insurance in some places. Or if you're like me, I only wear on the weekends and social events. Whatever you do to save money, I think we can agree on one thing. Damn diapers are expensive. Ha! It's no secret that I'm a mega soaker. Sometimes I just put on a diaper, drink a little water, and bam! I'm leaking all over the place. And I'm left thinking, is it me? Am I the soaker? And then I found North Shore's Mega Maxes. Have you seen them? They say they can last up to 12 hours. 12 hours, I know! And they come in a variety of colors like white, pink, tie-dye, and blue. My favorites is blue. And the best part is it's anti-odor, so I can be my little stinker self all I want. If you want to get your grabby hands on them, just look in the show notes of this episode. I got you. It's like what North Shore always says, be dry, be confident, be you.
Have you ever been to a Littles retreat? This week in Newsies News, I sat down with Ducky, who is hosting Camp Chomp September 15th through the 18th in Wisconsin. We go over what kiddos can expect if they want to go, plus what goes into putting on this event. Well, thank you, Ducky, for coming to Newsies Nook. You're very welcome. It's nice to be on another podcast. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. So I, I've i only seen one other diaper camping event before. So what what is Camp Chop and what do you what do you do there? So funny enough, we're not quite traditionally a camp as one would think about camping. Usually you think of camp as going to, you know, out in the middle of the woods and, you know, you don't really have much than maybe a a tent or two. Um, But we do things a little bit differently. We're actually on a big resort. We rent a giant cabin for uh, we can have anywhere from 20 to 40 people. So we're a little bit smaller um, of an event, but we are an event for littles, middles, bigs, uh, baby furs, anyone who supports. And we bring a bunch of littles out to the Midwest in southern Milwaukee, uh, southern Wisconsin, just west of Milwaukee. And a bunch of us hang out in this giant cabin that we rent on a big resort. And when I say it's different from like a traditional camp, it's because being on a resort, we have access to things like water parks and go-karts and arcades and a lot of other things like that. So basically just a bunch of us going to a resort for the weekend to have some fun. Wow, that's amazing. Where did you yeah. find this resort? I mean, did you have to go to this resort and say like, hey, I'm going to bring all these <laughs> diaper people and all these furries. Uh, is that OK? Um, not quite. Uh, we actually used to go to uh, a couple of different resorts in this area as a group of friends. So usually between four to six of us would go annually and we would just rent a room as kind of a weekend to hang out. And one weekend, we one of my buddies decided that we should make it an event for others to come to because we had so much fun. So we wanted others to come and enjoy it with us. So what we did was we kind of looked into what our options were at different resorts. And a lot of the resorts in the area that we're staying in have bigger cabins that are more private. So for our events, while it is a little event within our cabin space that we rent, it's a very big cabin, uh, lots of things to do. we're mostly vanilla if we go outside of our cabin space. So we don't really have to uh, connect with a hotel on that level where we're telling them, oh, hey, just so you know, this is what we're doing because we do rent a private cabin from them, which is mm-hmm. completely separate from the resort. So when you're at our cabin, you're able to dress little. And, you know, we bring uh, one of my uh, my crib and some of our other little friends have some awesome things they bring uh, with them. And you can, you know, just like Capcom or Teddy Con or any other event, you can dress as you want to in our cabin. But when you go outside of the cabin, we just ask that you dress for the public. Oh, that's so cool. How long have you been doing this event? This is going to be our third year. Uh, we've been doing it for a lot longer than that, just as groups of friends. But we started out as Camp Chomp uh, only three years ago, uh, mm-hmm. which was kind of hard with the, the pandemic. So we obviously this is the first time we really get to have like a big group of people. So we're really excited about it. And that's why we're kind of promoting it a little bit more just to get more people to come. How many people do you have reserved so far? Uh, so far, we're halfway sold out. And it's only May, which is pretty cool. So we can we can have up to 40 people. And that would mean we rent a larger space. So we get two giant cabins. Each cabin holds about 20 people each. Uh, we don't go over that just because we want everybody to be comfortable uh, with uh, the space that we have. But right now we're about halfway there. 
That's so cool. Okay, yeah. so so you currently have like about 20 people. What can these people expect when they go? Like when they arrive, what's like the first thing they're going to expect? Yeah, so just like other events, we're not quite, uh, you know, come and do whatever you want. We try to go by rules to make everybody comfortable, especially people who are wanting to get out more and not quite wanting to be in such a large group of people at some events. We've had uh, last year, we had somebody who's never done anything age play related, which is really cool. It's their first event ever. And wow, doing anything in public, like with anybody, they came and hung out with us for the weekend and they had a great time. They're actually returning this year. But we try to make our rules so that, you know, it's a no drinking, no drugs type of uh, event. We don't do anything like that. It's a place where anybody can come and just be little for the weekend. They can either hang out in the cabin and just relax the entire time, enjoy the giant crib that I bring and all the toys and some of the activities that we do, or they can go on to the resort and do any of the millions of activities that the uh, resort offers. So when everyone first comes to camp, uh, they check in with me, everything gets settled up, they get set up in their bunk, and then they're free to do whatever they want for the entire weekend, which is pretty cool. I do try and set up uh, an itinerary. So we do activities throughout the weekend, whether that's going to be, you know, a coloring activity we did last year, we did a waffle breakfast. This year, we may do something similar to that. Um, we do like uh different craft activities and things like that. We try to sprinkle that in. Last year, we made a trip over to a local Build-A-Bear where a bunch of us went and, you know, made, made bears for everyone, which was a lot of fun. Um, so we try to incorporate a lot of different activities throughout the weekend, but none of it is mandatory. So if, if that's not something you want to do, you know, you don't want to sit back at the cabin the entire weekend. You want to spend time at the water park because your ticket includes water park passes. You can go onto the resort and just spend your entire time there. It's nice because you can kind of come back to the cabin and relax with everybody if you want, or you can, you know, spend your entire time doing anything else. You're not really tied down to doing one specific thing. I like that. Yeah, the essence of what I'm getting is kind of like, you know, if you may have done like a one on one with someone and you want to like up your game, but you're not like yeah. at Capcom level yet. Exactly. It's like a good happy medium of like, you know, dip your toe in, be involved if you want to be or do your own thing or just be yeah. surrounded. And we, we've had that, too, where, you know, we've had a camper or two who, you know, they're still kind of shy and they would go off and do their own thing. And later on, you know, they would kind of make their way back and start getting involved on their own time. So there's no pressure there to have to do the things that we set up uh, as activities. There's so much more. So you're not tied down to just being in the space the entire time. And I'm not sure if other little events do the entire resort thing, but we like having that option where if you feel like you're overwhelmed by just everyone in the cabins, you have some something to do and somewhere to go. And there's plenty of places in the surrounding area that offer things to do as well. So you're not just tied down to one space. Right. And you talked about how like this started with just you and a group of friends going to like the resort and doing your own thing. Yeah. But like, did you see a need for a bigger group inviting people kind of event? I, I, in a way I did just because I live in the Chicago area, almost a midway between Chicago, and Milwaukee, and there is quite a community just where I am. So a, a big portion of the people who come to this event are local to me. Um, but, but also having a space, you know, that is smaller than some of those bigger events. I, I think it's nice to have a couple of those. And I know I'm not the only one who offers something like this. So we definitely wanted to give something more for those people who want to start off maybe at something just a little bit smaller. That way they can really get to know people one-on-one. -on -one. 
versus maybe inserting themselves into a situation with a thousand people, you know, at a hotel, which can definitely be overwhelming. Yeah, I've never I've never been to a huge convention, but it sounds terrifying, but also enjoyable, but a little terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a short person, so I feel like I would be trampled. I, I definitely am. I'm I'm only five foot. I'm very <laughs> short. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm really short. Actually, my first Capcom was quite a while ago and there was only 250 people, maybe, which sounds like a lot. And it is a lot. But I can't imagine doing that today, you know, where there's upwards of a thousand people like I would definitely be nervous and shy. So having something smaller to go to, if I had just discovered this all in like today, I I would love to have something like this where I could go to an event that maybe isn't so overwhelming. Yeah. Do you have the same problem as me is where when you put on a diaper, it like goes up to basically like your tits? I do. I do. <laughs> it's terrible. And I only wear certain products because of that, because the ones that are too tall, like if I wear a large, there's no way it'll just swallow me whole. Wait, are there certain products for us shorter, shorter people? I actually, I just notice honestly that like some of them, they just don't have as high of a waist as other ones, and Which I prefer ones, ones that. It, for me, it's gonna be uh, the ABU little paws. To me, are shorter than I would say like a Tykeables. A Tykeables sits very high on me, or I want to say Bambino also sits really short, but I'm not a fan of their tapes, honestly. But I like the shorter ones. I don't I don't like when they like are, you know, at my shoulders and they're like way too tall for me. Especially since like I was doing like the Tykables like subscription box. So I literally have like two boxes of Tykables diapers like in my living room. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those never really noticed it. Yeah, those ones sit very high. And I guess some people really like it because it makes them feel more little. But to me, it just makes me feel short and not so much the little aspects. So it's like, I don't know if I like I'm I'm not a fan of them because of that aspect. But yeah, they they just make me feel short. <laughs> so like maybe I need something that fits a little bit better. So usually I kind of go with something that has a cut that's just slightly shorter. Same. Well, yeah. speaking about diapers, do you bring any for for the group to share or is it like BYOB, bring your own, bring your own p- PAMP? So B-Y-O-P. actually, <laughs> BYOP. I yeah, I love that BYOP. Um, actually, this year we're sponsored by AB Universe, so they will be providing diapers for our campers. Uh, for, I know some some of our campers fly in and can't bring as many as they want to. And sometimes people just don't bring enough, which is fine. So we'll have extra spares for for those who who need them for the weekend. Oh, very fun. Do you I know. I'm very excited. Or is that an upcharge? <laughs> um, I I can do that. Uh, we're a very consent, you know, required event. So as long as everything is consensual within the cabin for changes, uh, I am definitely open to offering that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, consent is, is a huge part of these events and just yeah, like communicating of what, like what you want and what you don't want. Yeah. That's one of the things I really like about bigger events we've seen like Capcom where they, you know, have certain rules in place for the event to be friendly to everyone. And we wanted to be that type of event and less of a, you know, a friend event. I, I, I noticed sometimes when I've gone to like a, a bigger event that's got friends, it's a, everyone kind of knows everyone. So we know what the, you know, rules are between each other. We kind of know where, what our boundaries are. And when you're going to an event like this, where you might not know anybody, we sent, we, set a lot of these rules up that are standard across the board of different bigger ABDL events where we're making sure that people understand, you know, boundaries and consent, and they have to sign off on all of this stuff before they even get a ticket. 
So it is a acceptance like vetting event. Right. And I think we touched on it already, but let's go over it again. Who's the intended audience for, for this event? Is it is it mostly ABs? Is it mostly furries? Is it mostly just DLs? I mean, who who is, is this event geared towards? Everybody and anybody. If you are into it, if you support it, or if you just like to be around it, we are open for everybody. So uh, we do allow you know, fursuits in the cabin, we allow all the little attire. We've had bigs and middles and littles of all different age playing ages come. Uh, so we're for anybody who wants to just hang out for the weekend and, and have a good time. 18 plus, of course. Right. 18 yeah. plus. There you go. Yes. Uh, well, you've been doing this event for, you said about three years now. Are there any, are any like fond memories that you want to share? Anything that you're like, <laughs> ooh, that was a really fun moment. Um, we do have a couple of different ones. Uh, before it was officially called Camp Chomp, uh, we had a group of us go and the, uh, it was before we even had a giant cabin. We, we would rent out just a room at a resort because mm -hmm. uh, it was just four of us. You know, we, we would fit in just a standard hotel room. And one of the first nights we stayed there, I had like woken up and we had rooms that were divided within our hotel room. And my friends who were staying in the room next to us had completely gotten flooded out of their room. And I oh, woke no. up like in a great mood, like who's ready for the day? And they, yeah, they, they were completely rained on in the middle of the night and I felt so bad for them. But it's like something that like cracks me up till this day. Cause I was like, I can't believe that happened. We don't stay at that resort anymore. <laughs> Not that it was bad, but we were just like, oh my gosh, we completely like, I like got rained out by the something, something in the ceiling had like burst a pipe. And yeah, my friends all got rained out of their bed their beds in the morning and I woke up completely dry, <laughs> which Treat, is kind of ironic. Treated. Treated. Yeah. I bet that but was yeah. very confusing for them. They're like, I don't <laughs> think I wet that much. And I know the ceilings like gone. They were actually flooded, like for real flooded <laughs> right. out of the room and not by their own doing, unfortunately. Wow. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. But it's just one of those like things that's not even really related to the camp per se, but it's something that I remember and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to forget that. Um, but yeah, we, there's so many different memories I've made and uh, being able to provide something for people to, to make those memories as well is something that I love to do. And that's why, you know, we try to offer a fun little space. We try to set up almost like a nursery. I bring my crib and everyone's allowed to use it, you know, and our cabin has a theater in it. So we're able to play video games and, and whatnot. So we, we try and, and make it as fun as possible for everybody throughout the weekend. Oh, fun. Well, I know you brought up, you know, creating spaces for people and, you mm -hmm. know, a learning curve of doing this event. You know, you, yeah. you've, you've gone to different resorts and stuff. I know a lot of people want to do their own events. Is there any or is there any advice you could give to someone who may be in another part of the country that doesn't have events to go to, that doesn't have like a Capcom or, you know, a diaper active or a munch that, you know, they want to start an event? What advice could you give them? Sure. Um, I would definitely say just do it. <laughs> if if it does, if it's not there and you want it to be there, you can make it happen. And I never would have thought, you know, when I first got into the community that I would be running events and that I would be doing things like this. But it just took me and one friend to sit down for lunch one day and come up with the idea and start looking into places and realistically think like, what could we do? And from there, it just became 
what it was with the support of a lot of our other friends and kind of getting the word out, it became an actual event. And here we are three years later, we started off with four people and now we've grown to be a little bit bigger than that. And it's, it's been really fun. Wow. No, I know a big part of putting on events is of course, you know, the financial aspect of it. Correct. Do you, do you pour a lot of money into this or is that why the ticket prices kind of cover a lot of that? Um, we have yet to break even. We actually end up usually spending out of pocket a little bit. Um, and as we grow each year, we're slightly closer to breaking even. So that's by choice though, because we charge, uh, our campers $265 for the weekend that allows us to break even just about break even on renting the cabin space alone. So that doesn't include all the extra stuff we throw in. We need to rent a trailer to bring the toys in the crib that uh, we provide various snacks for the weekend. The past two years, I did goodie bags for all the campers. So that's all stuff that we put into the event ourselves just because we want to provide a good weekend. And uh, I don't, we don't expect to make much profit off of it. That's not what we're doing it for. We're doing it so we could have a good weekend and, um, we just all the only thing we charge is our campers is pretty much to make sure that we're covering the price of the resort for the weekend. And that, yeah, so we haven't yet, you know, made any profit on it, but we get help from others and and having different sponsors like ABU. And we also have Lil Comforts, who is sponsoring as well, who's going to send little goodies. That's really awesome. It's a, it's really great to have help from other sources to come in and provide a good weekend for our campers who come in. Right. And thank you for being so honest about it. I mean, I know that's a huge part of putting on events is I know for some people they're like, Oh, like I don't want to spend any money out of pocket and stuff. Or like other people are like, Oh, I wonder if I could make a profit. And you know, I think it's like what you said at the end of the day, you know, there's not enough spaces for, for Correct. this community to just gather and be with each other. And so yeah. I think it, at, at the essence of it, if you can just create a space, it pays for itself. Correct. Even even when we started out small, you know, we never made anything. It was just a couple of us who, you know, we would pitch in our part of the room and then we would just cover whatever we needed for the weekend. So for our campers, we kind of do the same thing. We, we charge them for uh, their stay and their chunk of, basically their bed spot for the weekends and anything that's left over, they get charged a sales tax because we have to charge tax in Illinois because, you know, because <laughs> um, rules and government. Yeah. And lame things, adulty things that I don't want to do. And then, yeah, we end up having, end up breaking even just because we're just covering the space and the water park passes. So they're provided with that and anything extra uh, we just provide, back to the cabin and we usually don't make any more than you know what what we charge so everything goes right into the event that's awesome yeah yeah the water park seems like a very cool added feature that i was not expecting can you talk so it's just there on the resort that you can that you can just go to yeah so we have a resort and there's a few resorts that are like this um but the resort that we chose this year and and we have also done once or twice in the past is uh it's very big. So there's a lot to do. I believe in total, there's eight water parks on this resort, but because we're off season, there's four. So there's four water parks you can go to. There's a go-kart uh, racetrack. There's three arcades, there's restaurants. And we're 
on a property that's on the resort or we're on the resort property, but we're not directly connected to those things. So what the resort does for us is they offer a shuttle service from, I believe it's like 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. And they will send a shuttle over and take our campers right over to the resort in the water parks at any time during the day. So that's something that's really I think special about our event is that we we offer something a little bit different, having the option to go to the water parks and stuff. Where is where is <laughs> are you allowed to say what this resort is? Because I've never uh, been to Wisconsin, but I yeah. have never imagined a resort that has six water parks and I go-kart. will say so we don't announce the resort, but we like the exact resort unless you're accepted into the event. Oh, okay. Um that's much like other events, you know, we try to right. keep that just for the safety of the attendees and we switch to different ones throughout the years. But uh, there is parts of Wisconsin. Wisconsin's known as having the water park like resorts of the world or something like that. So there is a lot of resorts within Wisconsin area, especially southern Wisconsin, that have options like this where you can stay at a big cabin or a big townhouse that's on property and they'll sh- shuttle you to and from different resorts. So. I need to get out of California. <laughs> yeah, it's, anything it's, is. it's a pretty popular area in Wisconsin. Like there's a lot to do and it, it, it it's pretty broad, like the amount of different resorts that are within Southern Wisconsin. It's pretty cool, actually. And it, it's perfect for for those, especially if you're within this, even if you're not within this area. But with being within this area, a lot of people can you don't have to drive very far, which is really nice. Nice. Yeah. And then I guess just like wrapping up a little bit. So you kind of mentioned that when you're outside of the cabin, maybe like not wearing just a diaper. Are there any other rules that people should know before they sign up? Sure. So uh, we we just have a rule, you know, that you're dressed appropriately for the public. However, you know, and we just don't want any diapers showing outside of the cabin, just like, you know, any other public area. If you go to other big events, if you're you're leaving the event, we you know, they ask that you just cover up. And we kind of follow that same rule where, you know, if you're wearing a cute T-shirt, we're not going to dock you for that. Like I wear that every day all the time. I wear my ABU hat. That's stuff that, you know, is obviously appropriate for the public. We just ask that you're, you know, you're covering your diapers when you're leaving the cabins. And, you know, we provide um, we can provide the garbage bags and things like that. And we have, uh, oh, we take, really smart. yeah, they have huge dumpsters that we're able to, you know, take care of our garbage bags that we take out. And we do that daily just to make sure that we keep the space clean for everybody as well. Um, but other than that, yeah, there's not, not a lot of rules. We're not terribly strict. You know, we want everyone to have a good time. And even when, when people sign up for, uh, registration, everything is laid out. So we have you read all the rules before you register, just so you have an idea of, you know, what kind of event we're having and what to expect uh, as a camper who needs to follow the rules while you're there. Got it. And then just last question. If sure. let's say I am a, a diaper boy in California and I'm like on the fence or maybe like I'm an, a, a diaper kiddo that's like somewhere else and I'm on the fence about going, what convinced me to go? <laughs> oh boy. Um, I would definitely say that we're, oh my gosh, I don't even know. I, I, you know, it's funny too, because I've convinced people to come out to my events, like, and I've done it, but now that I'm like being put on the spot, <laughs> it's a lot harder. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, I think it's a great event, um, especially for someone who's coming out for a first time. There's no obligations to do anything. You're welcome to sit back and just hang out and enjoy it and relax the entire weekend if you want. There's, you know, nothing is mandatory. And we're just here having a good time with a, a bunch of really awesome people. And uh, oh, I do want to mention that uh, we we offer bed spots for the weekend. So everybody gets a spot in the cabins. Mm -hmm. Um, but we do have, you know, options for campers who maybe are, you know, are really shy and don't want to share a spot with someone they don't know. Uh, we write it all out in the registration where it says, you know, you, you can either, uh, come as a camper with a sleeping bag or a cot of your own at a reduced rate. And you're able to, you know, have your own spot, your own cot. We've had campers bring their own like sleeping cots with them and we provide a space for that. Or um, you're more than welcome to mes message us at campchopgroup uh, at gmail.com and let us know like, hey, I'd like to have a single bed. We do have a few of those as well. And I know last year we've offered them to people who maybe just are not quite comfortable with having a spot, uh, maybe not sharing a spot with uh, somebody else, but wanting to have a single bed in a room where they can share with others. So we have different options with the bed sleeping situation. Um, but yeah, other than that, like it's a great time and I, I highly encourage anyone who, you know, maybe does isn't ready for a big event to come out and have a good weekend with us. And if at any time they just feel overwhelmed, you know, or they just need a, a little spot on their own that they're welcome to talk to me or any of the other volunteers that I have helping and, and we'll make sure that they're comfortable. Nice. Are you going to record an episode of the pat of the padded podcast while you're there? I am thinking about it. <laughs> I don't <You> know. <laughs> We're really bad at podcasting. We'll do it and then we won't and then we'll do it and then we won't and then we'll do it and then we won't. So um, I'm thinking about it, uh, but we'll see. Uh, my other co-host for uh, the Padded Podcast, who's Champ, he's, he's going to be there. So who knows? Maybe. <laughs> you it's definitely should. Yeah. I've, I've only ever done like a studio audience episode once it's kind of fun you kind of like feel yeah. off the energy um yeah so, definitely so that that is my that is my uh challenge for you is i think you should definitely do it okay we uh we did a pre uh camp chomp podcasts last year and we actually took a mini vacation because i live close to a resort in illinois and we went to the resort for the weekend just to hang out and we recorded a podcast on a floor with like all of my mics attached to chairs just you know for the fun of it and so it's, it's definitely doable but i don't know we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll see. see yeah we'll see we're we'll very see bad at being consistent i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna lie no nah, it sounds great yeah well Thank you, Ducky, for coming to Newsies Nook and talking about uh, Camp Chop. Yeah, thank you for having us. Uh, you can find uh, all of our stuff uh, probably through my Twitter or uh, my co-host's Twitter as well. Uh, but yeah, Camp Chop stuff, I have my the registration link on my Twitter. You can follow me at Ducky Dalmatian pretty much on everywhere. Uh, so if you're interested in that, feel free to reach out. Uh, at Ducky Dalmatian on just across the board on social media. And yeah, we'd love to have more people come out with us and hang out for the weekend. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Bye. 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 
Again, Camp Chomp is September 15th through the 18th in Wisconsin. Tickets are $265. I will put a link to sign up in the show notes. Speaking of diaper events, Diaper Fancy is hosting his New Orleans takeover October 7th through the 10th. A link to register will also be in the show notes. All right, kiddos, I am soaked. But before I go, did you see the recent Playtime poll? It asked, what is the correct way to make a PB&J? The peanut butter first or the jelly? I voted jelly first, but I guess I'm the freak because when I voted, a majority of people voted peanut butter first. Hmm. Now I'm hungry. All right, I think I'm going to go make one. See ya. Bye. how to read i don't know how to read but i heard playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine it's called play zine yeah i heard if i knew how to read i could read about different fetish lifestyles events entertainment and news i guess i gotta go to the playtime website to practice my reading skills <laughs>